A blessed day everyone. Thank you so much for joining us in our Sunday worship service today. I am Pastor Jovin Lim, the lead pastor of Ictus Dumaguete, and I would like to welcome you all in this wonderful day to worship our living God in spirit and in truth as a body of Christ. Now, as we begin, let us open this with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, be with us now as we come into your word. We would like to hear from you. We would like to know you more. We would like to hear clearly what you want us to do with our lives as we continue to follow you. Thank you, Abba Father, for all your goodness, for your love, for your faithfulness. And God, here we are. We are hungry for more of you. So speak to us now through your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are our greatest teacher. We acknowledge it today. And Lord Jesus Christ, it is our joy to follow you. And it is our excitement to know more about your word so that we can continue to become more like you in your in our character and even in how we fulfill our purposes here on earth thank you so much abba father again for this beautiful time of worshiping you online now as we begin set our hearts now set our minds open our spiritual eyes open our spiritual ears so that we might see the beauty of your word this all we ask in jesus name we pray amen and amen now, beloved, we will be continuing in our last and final part of our series. We are now in letter T sa ato ang Trust God series. It's been a great privilege that we journey together from the last four Sundays up to now, the fifth one. And if, beloved, if wala ka ka abot sa uban na mo nga mga messages, let me encourage you that you can check it out in Facebook page that we have in Ictus Dumaguete IDMC or maybe in our YouTube channel Ictus Dumaguete and now it's also available in our Spotify just search Ictus Dumaguete and follow our link and you can hear the messages that we have in this Trust God series now beloved as we just have a little recap where we are now in terms of trusting God why we have this uh, Trust God series because Kabalutan tanan karong panahuna that we are really being challenged, especially about this pandemic. And one of the great testing of maturity is about trusting God in His guidance, in His will, and in His direction in our life. That is why that as we continue to face all these challenges that we face every day, we need to really number one, we need to trust God by searching for the true wisdom that can only be found in Him. And if we, when we are weakened, we need to trust God that we can be renewed in our strength in Him alone. And of course, if we are being challenged in waiting, in doing His will, God is also telling us that we need to trust Him, especially never doubting God's timing in all His ways. And last Sunday, ato ang hatagan og panahon ang discovery in terms of secured protection. Especially during this pandemic, I believe that all of us daghan kayo ta og mga worries and concern about matakdan ta, magka-positive ta and especially in our own community where the virus is spreading and it's so soothing because we are being secured in God's protection. During this pandemic, one of the things that we need really from the Lord is His protection and we unlocked it last Sunday. Now beloved, Karung Buntaga, we will be continuing in our last part of our series, letter T, that stands for Trusted Provider. We will be discovering today how to really trust God's provision in our life especially if na ake mga overwhelming nga mga challenges overwhelming needs now let me ask you before we proceed 
Is there any overwhelming needs that you have right now in your heart? Is there any overwhelming needs that you've been overwhelmed and anxious and worried about last week or maybe last month? This is the first day of November. Or maybe at this very moment, you are carrying heavy, overwhelming needs. I don't know what's your needs right now, beloved. What's your highest need? What's your overwhelming need? Now, as we continue, can I, can I just um, ask you, can you comment below that keyword that you have? What is your deepest need right now? Is it emotion? Is it emotional? Then you type emotional. Is it relationship? Then you type relationship. Is it money? Or provision you just type it material needs financial need emotional need spiritual need or maybe you're sick right now you need healing it's physical need let me ask you this beloved what's your number one need right now in your life can you comment below it is my prayer that through this message that we have you can be confident that God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory so now let's dig into this message that we have Part 5 of our Trust God series is called Trusted Provider. Now, let me begin with this phrase. Every time we face overwhelming needs, remember it's not a problem. It's just a test. Now, Igsoon, I hope and pray that today you are being reminded that if na ay mga pagsulay mo about sa imuhang life, if na ay mga things, no, nga mga situation or circumstances that probably can really give you that challenge, to continue to walk in faith in following God. Remember, if you look at it in your own capacity, it will surely become a problem. But if you look at that certain hardship, testing, or trial, or problem in God's eye, in God's resources, in God's capacity, authority, and power, then it will be considered as a test. It's how you look at the darkest, it's how you look at the hardest and the situation and the problems you have in your life. If you, Again, if you look at it in your own, it becomes a problem. But if you look at it as in God's power and in God's eyes, then it will become a test. Remember, beloved, why we have testings in life? It's just like atong time nga estudyante pata. Can you still remember katong elementary pa ka, high school, or even college? Can you still remember during the time that you're facing final exams, you know, um, midterms, uh, finals, and even first grading exam? Why mantagi exam? To evaluate if we really learned something from what our teachers taught us. And also in our real life, why we have testings in our faith, it might be finances, it might be relationship, it might be spiritual, it might be emotional, it might be material or provision or healing from sickness. Why God give us testings? So that He can evaluate. It's time for an evaluation if we really grow as we continue to follow Him. So beloved today, if you are in an overwhelming situation, especially in terms of needs, overwhelming needs, I hope that this can give you hope and lifted your heavy heart that, ah, this is a test lang pala. It's my prayer for all of us, beloved, that today we can grasp the truth, the foundations in how to be confident in God's provision over our overwhelming needs in life. So, let's dig in. In Genesis chapter 22, verse 1a, Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 to 19, it will be our main topic or story that we will be focusing today. 
in terms of provision. For me, this is very, very personal. Sa ako ang paggrow as a Christian, usag yun sa mga chapters in the Bible that I really cling on, especially if na ay mga panahon nga the Lord is really speaking to me. The Lord is really telling me to do something that for me, it's really impossible because there is an overwhelming need. But I still do it by faith because I know that He will provide anyway. So beloved, we'll be talking about this character in the Bible in name of Abraham, about Sarah and Abraham. You know, sa unang panahon, they've been walking with the Lord, they've been journeying with the Lord, and God really promised them to give them a son, to give them a child, because Abraham has this um, commitment to follow God, and also God, naapun siya promise nga, I will give you a son, I will give you a child, because you will become father of all nations. But what happened in the story? It takes them so long to a point nga nagulang na sila, nga wala sila anak. And it becomes sometimes a struggle of Abraham as Abraham nipadayon siya o follow and serve sa ginoo. But the good news is this, gihatagan yun sila even in the old age. Usa ni siya ka area sa story ni Abraham nga makaingon yun ang nothing is impossible with God. But during this time, na-enjoy na niya ang iyang anak, nag-journey na sila, but niabot ang puntong ni dako-dako ang iyang anak, and here comes a test. That's why it says in Genesis 22, we'll be focusing more in the test of Abraham, the greatest test, or we call it the ultimate test of all in the life of Abraham. It says here, sometime later, God tested Abraham. It means this is not the end, but this is a series of tests. And I hope and pray that through this uh, Abraham's testing karon so on we can also learn something how to respond right when we are tested especially in our overwhelming situation and crisis in life so let's dig into this wonderful story in Genesis chapter 22 verses 1 to 19 and let's discover four important kind of practical application in how to be confident in God's provision and let's also discover from the story of Abraham what are the four tests that Abraham has to go through in order to experience the life that God has promised, the promise of blessedness. So let's dig into this word and I hope and pray that all of us are ready. Now beloved, my question for you today is this, are you ready to be blessed by God's word? If you are ready, can you comment below, say this, I am ready to be blessed. Can you do that? Can you comment below? I am ready to be blessed. Okay? So let's go and let's dig into our message today. Now, I call this um, question, one great question that we will be having is, how to trust God to provide my needs? How? So the question now is, yes, do we have needs? Yes, we already talked about it kanina. Your needs might be personal, spiritual, physical, financial, material, relational, whatever kind of needs. Now, we know everyone has a need, but the question is, how to trust God to provide my needs? Now, I'm, I, I'm just going to give you an outline in one word. The word is lean on, okay? So, we need to lean on God so that we can experience God's provision of all our needs. Now, let's dig into these four foundations in how to trust God to provide our needs and not only the foundations and the application, but we will also be discovering the four tests that Abraham go through as he prepared himself to be ready to receive God's wonderful blessing for his life. Now, let's go to God's Word. So number one, beloved, is this. The very first test 
nga naagian ni Abraham is what we call the test of obedience. Intentional obedience. Okay? So, let's discover Genesis 22 verses 1b to 6. The Word of God says, Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. Now, notice, beloved, before we proceed to the next verses, there are two important things that I would like you to observe in verse 3. Important phrases. The first one is early the next morning. It means a day before God tested him. God called him. When, when, when God says, Abraham, I want you to offer your only son in the mountain that I will be showing you. It means a day after, early the next morning, we see here Abraham's commitment to really obey intentionally that nothing will really distract him that right away he do it okay now another phrase is in the last part when he says he set out for the place God had told him about it means he's really specific he do it quickly and he do it specifically where God wants him to go now let's proceed to the next part of the verse verses 4 to 6 it says on the third day in their journey Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife as the two of them went on together. Now, if you look at this part, now on the third day after their journey, Abraham saw it in a distance that the mountain is already there. So he said to his servants, stay here with the donkeys because the, the good news is this. He said, we will worship then, we will come back to you. Okay, We will worship and then we will come back to you. That is what the declaration of Abraham to his servants. Now remember, context. God's command, a day, you know, let's say four days before this verse 4. Okay, on the third day, so a day af after God gave him the command, offer your son specific as a burnt offering. Now notice his faith. He said, we will come back to you. He said, we will worship and then we will come back to you. Now notice Abraham's faith. We will get into that in a, in a, in a while. Now, if you look at here, one of the things that we can really see from this part is, you know, this is a test of obedience. If you have some overwhelming needs in your life, remember the very first thing that you need to understand and to be reminded, it's gonna be a test of obedience. Just like Abraham, okay? God tested him before the blessing, before the promise, before the fulfillment of the covenant, before God gave him that wonderful promise that he will become a great nation. His descendants will, will conquer enemies and nations. Remember, there is a test of obedience. In every situation that we have, beloved, I believe that we are also being reminded that every time we are facing different difficulties, challenges, testings, and especially a very overwhelming need, put it in your head, put it in your mind, put it in your heart, 
that this is a test of obedience. Will you really obey God? Now, what is our application here? As we continue to follow God, as we continue to become a follower of Jesus. Now, here's the application that we can learn from Abraham. Learn to quickly obey what God is telling me to do. It means that I need to learn to quickly obey what God is telling me to do. Just like in Psalms 119 verse 60, beloved, it says, I hasten and do not delay to keep your commandments. It means I am intact, I am ready, and I will never delay to keep your commandments. It means to obey your commandments. Mauni ang usa kabutang nga gusto ang ginoo nga ma-reminded ta today. You might be facing a lot of overwhelming needs right now. But before He will be providing that, God is reminding you to really intentionally obey Him. Whatever it takes, you need to learn how to quickly obey what God is telling you to do. Just like Abraham, I hope nga ma-reminded ta sa story ni Abraham. Example, karong adlawa, giingnan siya nga, offer your son into this mountain. Kanusan niya? Ningon ba siya, okay Lord, mag-fasting sa 40 days? Okay Lord, mag-prepare sa ako for one month para sa mong travel? No. Early the next morning. And you might be asking, why is it that in the text, it says, early the next morning. If you look at verse 3, nga early in the next morning, kay Kabalo siya, if mga 12 noon na siya mobiyahe, maybe the people in the community will stop him. Maybe some people will say, are you crazy, Abraham? You will kill your son in that mountain to become a burnt offering? Now, kung ikaw ko usa sa close friend ni Abraham, will you not stop Abraham? There, there are many destruction along the way if iyang padugay-dugayan. Now, this is also true to us. If there is something that God wants you to obey, you need to obey quickly. You need to hasten yourself and you need to not delay. You need to really do it in God's perfect timing. When God says go, just do it quickly. You know why? Because there are many times that, you know, Satan will, the enemy will really give his own ways that we can be distracted or drifted away from God's calling in our life. I don't know about you if you have experienced that. Nakanabang naanay klaro nga call ang ginoo sa imong life. Maybe it's for yourself. Maybe it's for your family. And then you are so focused to do it. But here comes another commitment. Here comes another activity. Here comes another schedule. And over this schedule, and another schedule has come until to the point you realize it's been six months that God is telling you to do that, but up today, wala judi mo nabuhat. See? And now, right now, maybe God is telling you, you know what? I want you to do it because that's how I'm gonna bless you. That's how I'm gonna provide your needs. But suddenly, we are so distracted by many, many things in this life that we have, in the activities of the day-to-day -day grind that we are experiencing. Beloved, do you have some needs right now? Do you have some overwhelming needs? What is God's message for all of us? We need to learn to quickly obey what God is telling us to do. Again, Psalms 119 verse 60, I hasten and do not delay to keep your commandments. Never delay your obedience so that you can continue to keep up with what God is telling you and the blessings that's coming your way. Beloved, the very first test of God's provision to provide our needs is not about how God will work at it. It is upon His sovereign will, but it's upon us. How quick we are to obey as we wait for God's provision in our life. Now, before we proceed, I want to ask you something. 
unsa ang usa kabutang sa inyong life right now that God has been prompting you day by day, last week, last month, do this, do this, do this, maybe for your own, maybe for God, or maybe for other people, that up to now, you are not prioritizing it. You have always those, let's say, reasons that, Lord, I'm so busy, I cannot do that. Lord, grabe ko kabisis sa akong work, sa akong studies, grabe ko kabisis sa ministry, that I cannot do what you want me to do. And here comes right now, beloved, can you remember that kind of uh, command or thing that God wants you to obey? And here comes, you are being in trouble. You are in a certain season where you have many trials and troubles. Can you connect it now? Beloved, I hope and pray. Do you want God's provision to flow over your life? You need to really obey Him and do not delay. Amen? That's gonna be our foundation number one. Application, learn to quickly obey what God is telling you to do. Now, number two, beloved, let's go and let's go back to the story of Abraham. The second test that Abraham gave from God to him is this, a test of faithfulness. This is not just a test of obedience, but also a test of faithfulness. Now, let's read Genesis chapter 22, verses 7 to 9, the continuation of the story. It says, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, the fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Now, notice verse 7, klaro kayo nga si Isaac, know how a burnt offering will be performed. He watched his father do it. He watched the community. He watched even how they do the ceremonial things that the Lord instructed his children during that time. And here, look at the text. Isaac noticed it. And Isaac is asking his father. He said, where is? We have the fire. We have the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Now, notice Abraham's you know, response in verse 8. Look at the text. It says, Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And then, and the two of them went on together. And now, here's the dramatic part. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar because that's the instruction. Make your son as a burnt offering. So he need to provide the place and the setup. So Abraham, when they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar. That's number one. Number two, he arranged the wood on it. That's number two. Number three, he bound his son Isaac. Number four, he laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Literally beloved, Abraham gonna intentionally obey you know, God and literally prepare Isaac as the burnt offering. Notice that. I know that it's really, really hard. I know that it's really dramatic during this time. Maybe it's not just like, you know, I, I cannot picture how Abraham, if I am Abraham, no, tying up my own son. Ako ang hiktan, akong kaugalingong anak para lang uh, sunugon, kay niingon ang gino. I know it's like sometimes it's really crazy to think about it. But you know what happened? This is, this is not now a test of obedience, but this is now a test of faithfulness. This is now a test. If you really have faith in the Lord, if God is calling you to do something that is beyond your kind of how you can think about it. Beloved, and here comes Abraham during his time. 
gitest siya sa Ginoo. Kung really faithful ba siya nga mabuhat. Yes, nakita sa Ginoo, obedient siya. He do it quickly. He didn't delay. And then after the third day, naabot na sila sa area. Now, the second test is a test of faithfulness. I believe, beloved, that if we have some needs right now, we have overwhelming situation when there is a call in our life, Maybe before you've been you've been uh, praying that Lord use me. I want to hear your call. What's gonna be your call for my life, or probably for your future, for your dreams, for your desires, or probably right now, Lord, what's your call in my overwhelming need? I want to really be sure that you will provide my need, beloved. Remember this: the first test will be, are you willing to obey quickly? The second test is, will your faith not falter? Will your faith will continue to stick whether God, what God has instructed you to do, even though sometimes we cannot comprehend it in our own mind, will you still obey Him? Will you still do specifically what He wants you to do? I know it's hard, beloved, if you will look at it. But remember this. If you look at it behind, okay? If you look at it behind, look at Abraham. His mindset is this. God Himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. That's His mindset. It means that He never waived His faith. Even though there's no ram, there's no lamb for the burnt offering, even though He knew, he knew that it is His real Son that will be bind up to be born, to become an offering to the Lord, but He has this faith. Naashe faith is so on. Naashe faith that the Lord will provide. Now, specifically, He says, God Himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. And I believe that during the time that Abraham is building that burnt, burning, uh, that altar for the burnt offering, I know that His heart is still have that hope. Lord, I know You will provide. And then during the time that He's piling up the wood, his heart is still worshiping the Lord. Say, Lord, I know you will provide. During the time that he is, you know, binding up his own son, maybe struggling, you know, and maybe during that time, say, Isaac is really shocked about the situation. You know, he's still hoping in the Lord. His faith is so focused, beloved. Muna nakanindot sa ginoo, nakanindot ni Abraham, no, sa iyang faith sa ginoo. He never faltered. He kept his focus. He kept his intentional obedience to the Lord. I believe makita kung kita dagway no during this time you know paghimo palag altar murag mo atras na ta daghanat ang reason labi naga pandemic sometimes we have that reason na uh, lord na, dili dili siguro karon dili siguro karon because it's pandemic you know di ko ka di ko ka build og altar lord kay you know it's pandemic and then lord uh, dili ko ka pile og wood kay it's pandemic or maybe lord dili ko ka ka bind sa akong anak because it's pandemic or di ko ka kill sa akong anak to become a burnt offering because it's pandemic beloved i believe that even as christians today we have a lot of reason not to follow god whatever is convicting in our lives because of the pandemic but i hope and pray that through the life of abraham we can we can get an example here that abraham is so focused He's intentionally obeying God. Early the next morning, he pack up and go. Early the next morning. And he specifically, the next test is about, after the test of obedience, there's a test of faithfulness. Will you really do it? But before Abraham started to build an altar, an altar and even to pile the woods and bind his son, and you know, set up all those woods and in, the, in the altar, you know, one of the things that he naasa yung heart is, really, ingon siya nga, 
God himself will provide. It means he is so solid in his faith that never wavers from the very beginning of the calling that God has given him. Beloved, one thing that I really want you to understand and want to encourage you is this. If God is calling you something right now in your life, don't wait that this pandemic will end. If God is telling you that today is the day, then do it. If that's gonna be next month, if that's gonna be next week, or maybe this week, you've got to do it intentionally because you just don't know how the Lord will intervene and how the Lord will provide your needs. Do not wait for anything. Do not wait for a sign if God is giving you a clear go signal. Beloved, it is my prayer for you. Just like be, I know, Abraham. Just be like Abraham when he said, I know it's impossible. I know that this son is really precious to me, but I'm going to put my faith in God alone. And as he built the altar, he worshiped the Lord. As he bind his son, he worshiped the Lord. And as he put pile of woods, he still worshiped the Lord. And his faith never questioned. His faith never say, God, sure na jud God, mauna jud God, wala na ba? Wala good. Iya is straightforward. I wanna obey God. That is his heart. And his faith is so focused. Beloved, it is also my prayer for you today. If naakay calling sa ginoo karong panahona, don't wait that this pandemic will end. Don't look for a sign if it's so clear what God wants you to do. And if God is telling you today is the day that He wants you to do it. Just do it by faith. Don't have any fear. Don't, ha- don't entertain the why questions. Do not calculate the risk, beloved. This is the thing in the life of Abraham that he never calculated the risk. I know that all of us really wants a buffer. I know that as we continue to do things every day, as we serve God, as we make disciples, as we serve, as we le- uh, take care of our family, we always want buffer. But God is telling us this. His economy is different from your economy. His mind is so different from yours. And God is telling, if you really want to follow my will, if you really want to follow my call, if you really want to obey me, take away the kind of mindset that will calculate the risk. Because calculating risk in following God is not faith at all. It's about our human perspective in God's divine and sovereign calling that He has prepared for you. Again, in Isaiah, it says, Your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. All I want from you is to follow me day by day, one step at a time, just like Abraham. First, he met with God. Second day, he gathered everything. And then he, he go early the next morning. And then after three days, he went up with his son, you know, in, in that mount. And then after that, what happened? Here comes verses 7 to 9. When he says this in his heart, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. Beloved, what are the things that we can learn from here? If there's one application God is telling us, especially during this time of pandemic, endure in walking by faith. Letter L, okay? Letter L, can we still remember that? Letter L stands for, this is really a time where we can learn to quickly obey what God is telling me to do. Then, sa word na lean in letter E, it stands for we need to endure in walking by faith. I know that many, many times we always hear that phrase, walk by faith, live by faith. 
But here, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, For we walk by faith, not by sight. If you are truly a disciple of Jesus, if you are truly dedicated and committed in following Jesus, you will take away all those calculated risks and learn to endure in walking by faith. You know what, beloved? One of the greatest gifts no, nga nahatag sa ginoo sa amuan ni Jonah is you know, when we started to really take the full time, full time in following God, full time in just letting go of our profession, full time in just serving the Lord. Because for us, during that, that's a formation stage in our life, how to strengthen our life for something great that God has in store for us. I believe that wherever God is you know, situating us right now, this is not the entire thing. But God is preparing us for something even greater, beyond, even in greater than what we can accomplish here on earth. We are being prepared for the kingdom of God when we go back to heaven. And I believe that every day is a test of faith. It's a walk of faith. It's a live by faith. But you know what? We never regretted. If there will be a flash, if, if, if given that um, opportunity to, to rewind our life, no? kung, among, kung hatagag chance nga ma-rewind among life and then mangutan ang ginoo nga, okay Jovin, karong nakita ni mo unsay imuhang mahimong life. Will you say, dili ko aning a path and you will find another path or will you still continue? For me, beloved, kami ni Jonah, sa kadaghang miracle and sa kadaghan nga mga panghitabo where we can see and taste God's goodness and faithfulness, we have nothing to ask for more. We have desires. We have the desire to have a baby. We have the desire to have a ha- own house. We have a desire to have a new motorcycle for transportation. We have many little desires. But our hearts are not being, you know, branded by all the desires that we have. Our heart is in tune to take away all that calculated risk and then just follow God. And for we walk by faith, not by sight. Beloved, karong mga panahona, we are facing a lot of uncertainties, right? There are many, many things that really give us that, you know, have that fear or have that worries and anxiousness because we're not certain of what's tomorrow, what's gonna be 2021. I don't know right now if you are a businessman, you might fa- you might be facing a lot of challenges, what's gonna be 2021. If you are a worker, you might be facing a great challenge in your company. If you're a student, you might be wondering what kind of educational system you, you might have in 2021 or in the next years to come. Even in the ministry, we don't know what's next. But you know what? This is now the moment where we can really apply the second application. We need to endure in walking by faith. Walk by faith, not by sight. Not by what you see, but what you hear from God. Amen? Not by what you see. If you see a lot of danger of pandemic, danger of COVID, if you face right now, there are many things that you might be thinking, there are many overwhelming reasons that you cannot really follow God. God is telling you, anak, Learn, okay? Learn to continue to what? Quickly obey me. And now, I want you also to endure in walking. Now, as you obey me, importante ang paglahutay. Importante ang pagpadayon. Dili kay maayo lang ta sa startup, but we need to press on. If God is calling you to be a light in your in your workplace, then be a light. Endure in walking by faith. If God is telling you to become a light in your business area, then continue to endure in walking by faith. If God is calling you to guide and disciple your family, endure in walking. Don't just be good in starting, but endure in walking by faith. 
If you are serving right now and there are many challenges in your service, in the way you serve, there are many mga kakulangan, na ay mga kulang ugtawo, resources, whatever it is, then never look at that according to what your mind can comprehend. But what God is telling you, then do it, endure in walking by faith. If you are starting your own small group, if you're starting your own D-life, and then there are many things that can discourage you and to, to give you some situation to, to let you, you know, decide to stop it, then don't look at the situation, but endure in walking by faith. What we lack today in most um, in our Christian life is not God's promises. God's promises is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But what we really lack is our endurance in walking by faith. That is why we are being reminded again, just like Abraham, he endured sa pag-angat sa bungtod. He endured sa pag-build sa altar. He endured in wrapping up, in binding up his son. He endured in piling up the woods. He never backed down because Abraham walked not by feet but by faith. He walked not by sight but he walked by faith. Amen? I hope nga kana na himo na to ng encouragement sa atong life. Whatever challenges, beloved, whatever testings you are facing right now, walk by faith. Amen? Now, if if this is something that God is impressing in your heart right now, can I ask you to comment below and say, starting today, I will walk by faith. Can we do that? Starting today, I will walk by faith. I hope that it will become your own personal declaration because right now, daghanda yung mga impossible things that you are facing. Impossible ni Mahitabo, impossible ni nga, may experience nako. But if you look at it through the lens of God's eyes, by faith, nga, just continue to endure. Learn to obey quickly, and His providence will be in your life. Amen? So that's gonna be our application number two. First, learn to obey quickly. Second, letter E, endure in walking by faith. Now, let's proceed. Now, here's the climax. First part, here's a call, and they depart. Second part, now they're walking through the mountain, piling up everything, ready for the burnt offering. And in the third phase, beloved, the third test in the life of Abraham in offering his own son Isaac from the Lord is this. This is now what we call a test of surrender. Beloved, remember this. If you are facing overwhelming needs right now in your life, there will be a test of surrender. As you have all the tests of faith, a test of obedience, there's also what we call a test of surrender. Now, I don't I I hope nga makuha ninyo niha ang kaning third point because naadri ang jest in how the Lord will provide our needs. So we will be discovering that today. Surrender. If we will look at Genesis chapter 22 verses 10 to 14, the word of God says then he reached out his hand. So, remember the context? Um, ready na si Abraham. Abraham ready na yun niya nga ikil si Kwan, Isaac, his one and only precious son. Okay? Humana siya build sa altar. Humana siya bind. Humana siya hikot ni Isaac. And then, iyan ang gibutang si Isaac taas. And then, he piled up already the wood. And then, of course, before niya sindihan, kinalampat yun niya ang iyang anak. So, during this time, here's the climax. Verse 10. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord, so literally, intentional yun nga mo obey si Abraham what God has instructed him. But here's the beautiful thing, beloved. Verse 11, look at the text. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. And then he replied, here I am, he replied. Verse 12, do not lay a hand on the boy. 
he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And then Abraham looked up and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. Wow! And then verse 14 it says, So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. What a beautiful ending of the story, beloved. No, So, di pa ni ang pinaka-end, but napata sa climax up to the intervention of God. Now, beloved, this is like a jest in what we are talking about today. If we will look at this, no, in our personal and in our personal life, especially in terms of God's intervention, remember this, beloved. If you are facing an overwhelming situation, if you are facing an overwhelming needs, remember this. Go through the test of faith. Go through the test of obedience and go through the test of surrender. Remember this. Where you surrender, there's the start of God's work of His provision. Again, let me say it to you. The moment that you surrender, whatever God is telling you to surrender, no matter how valuable it is, especially when God is calling you to surrender something that is so precious, that is something that's really valuable to you. But God is telling you, you need to surrender it. You need to surrender it. Why? During that time, there you can experience God's divine provision laid out for you. Amen? There, that's the time where you can see the miracle, the work of God's hand working around you. Look at the life of Abraham. It says here, Now I know that you fear God. Because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Beloved, remember this. I believe that all of us, especially in the test of surrender, we might pass the test of obedience. Yes, quickly we will do it. We might pass the test of faithfulness. But here comes, you might think, this is so hard, the test of surrender. But remember the context, beloved. Look at the story. Why is it that Abraham can really just do it like it seems like there's no effort at all or struggle at all in obeying God. You know why? What's the most important key in Abraham's obedience, in Abraham's faithfulness, and in Abraham's surrender? Why is it that we really didn't see a certain phrase that says, and Abraham struggled, and Abraham asked God, why, O Lord, why, O Lord? Why is it that sometimes, if we will go back and read again Genesis chapter 22, why is it that what we can see here is like it's really smooth? No. It's really smooth. It means Abraham really obeyed God. Abraham, is, he passed the test of obedience. He passed the test of faithfulness. And he passed the test of surrender. You know where's the key? Look at verse 12. Here's the key. It says here, look at the red words please. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son. Your only son. Beloved, the greatest key to really follow the Lord, the greatest key to surpass and to pass the test of faithfulness, surrender, and obedience is the fear of God. Now notice, ah, 
kani nga fear dili ni kanang abat-abat dili ni the kind of fear nga mahadlok ka kay murag na ay aswang na ay abat no this is not the kind of fear nga kanang nahadlok ka nga panisyan this is not the kind of fear nga muraog teacher and then you are the student and then you are ready to to be failed in your exam this is not the ki- that kind this kind of fear is about you know being melt you know melted ka in, sa presensya sa Ginoo you are just so oh knowing how big how great is your god that you mean nothing kutiting as in nothing that's the kind of fear that abraham has if, if you will look at it you might be having those observation from verse 1 to verse 14 why is it that there's no such verse that says abraham struggled abraham um fasted for 40 days abraham just asked the lord why oh lord of many people akopa jod i'm faithful to you why why is it that i am having this kind of test to kill my son you can never see it from the story from the very beginning of the test in verse 1a because in the heart of abraham na ashe fear sa ginoo the fear the genuine fear the un, the unadulterated fear nga naa sa iyang heart towards his attention and his love and his reverence of who god is beloved one of the thing nga nawala gyud sa mga christian karong panahon na is not faith we can pass the test about faith yes i'm saved i have relationship with god i am so blessed that i'm a child of god It's not even obedience. But sometimes we strug- we started to struggle. We are so uh, fiery in starting, but we cannot end up winning. We are actually stopping. We become plateau. Sometimes we stop. And you might be questioning, why? Why is it that I'm experiencing this? Why is it that I have this kind of heart in my life, in my experience, in my following, following Jesus? Because probably right now, what thing is really missing in your life? is the fear of God. That reverence kind of fear. Knowing that He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus is your Savior. He died for you. Maybe you missed that point that you can taste God's goodness through His Son, Jesus Christ. That when He died for you, He claimed the victory over death. That no matter and whatever things that may happen in this world, as His children, as a child of God, you will be protected, you will be provided, you will be strengthened upon His care. That kind of fear, beloved. Maybe right now, you, you might be thinking, you might be evaluating your life, you might be thinking that my, my problems are bigger than my God. My need is bigger than what God has, been, has done. 2,000 years ago on that cross in Mount Calvary. You might be thinking that everything is really overwhelming right now. Your problems, your relationship, your, your, your finances, and all these things. Beloved, maybe the, the most important thing that you need to have in your life is missing. And that's the fear of the Lord. If you notice Abraham, it says here, this is a commendation from the angel. It says, now I know that you fear God. And then here's the result. Because you, not, you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Ang pagtuman niya sa ginoo igsoon, makita nato nga bunga lang ni sa iyahang divine reverence and divine fear in the Lord. Beloved, you might be struggling right now in surrender. I don't know. Nabakay gi area sa imong life nga gastruggle ka in surrendering. Don't struggle too much. Don't make a lot of effort. You don't need even to have effort if you just put yourself in the right footing, understanding your fear in the Lord.
So, beloved karon, what's gonna be our application for this point? Praise God. Perfect from calling. He passed the test of obedience. He passed the test of uh, faithfulness. Now, he passed the test of surrender. So, for us, what's gonna be our application? L stands for learn to obey quickly. E stands for we need to endure and walk by faith. And letter A, the, f- the third foundation is this. Acknowledge God's power to intervene. You know, during that time, he just surrendered everything. He just ready to kill his son Isaac. You know why? He just surrendered everything because he know that God is powerful and he can do everything. Just like how he gave life to Isaac in a miraculous way to give Isaac and Sarah a son. Is also the way God will intervene during that time when he's about to kill his son Isaac. Acknowledge God's power to intervene. Beloved, if there are times in your physical current situation that you might be feeling that God is not at work, remember this. Every time you pray, God is working. Every time you ask Him, God is working. Always just be in your right footing in the presence of God. You need to have the right reverence, the right fear in the Lord and the right identity that you are a child of God, He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Amen? So, starting today, acknowledge God's power to intervene. And I really love this verse in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. Can we read together, please? It says, But Jesus looked at them and said, Can we read together? Ready? Begin. With man, this is impossible. But with God, I want this part. All things are possible. Amen? Now, if you are blessed by this verse, can you comment below in our comment section? With God, all things are possible. Now, I want you to encourage your family and friends by mentioning their names. Just put this statement in the comment section. With God, all things are possible. And then mention all your family and friends. Can we do that? Because I believe that today, God is reminding us that all things are possible for those who put their faith in the Lord, for those who obey the Lord, for those who surrender their life in the Lord. Again, beloved, before we go to our last point, remember this. Where you surrender, that's the time also you can experience and see God's provision for whatever need you have in your life. Again, let me remind you, Look at last verse. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And then he says, And to this day, it is said, On the mountain of the Lord will be provided. It means if you are climbing the right mountain, if you are climbing the right will of God, the right plan of God, if you are going through, no matter how hard it is, but if you are confident that this is God's plan, that this is God's will, that this is God's mountain, remember this. God will provide your needs. Amen? Just continue to focus in the Lord. Just continue to surrender, continue to be faithful, and continue to be really obedient to the most specific as you can in obeying Him. Now, let's go to our last and final point. Last foundation in how to be confident in God's provision in our life. Letter N stands for This is a test, okay? A test of readiness to receive God's blessing. 
So before we go to the application, the last and final test in the life of Abraham is this. This is now a test not of how to obey the Lord, but it's now how to prepare ourselves to be ready in receiving God's blessings. Now let us, let us look at the last portion of the story that we have in Genesis 22 about Abraham offering Isaac. It says in verse 15, The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, there are four things that we observe from the text. Four blessings that Abraham received. Number one, I will surely bless you. Wow! And then the second one, and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky as, and as the sand of the seashore. So make your descendants m as numerous multiply and then it says your descendants will take possession it says of the cities of their enemies it means they will win victoriously that they will conquer nations and places wow it means living victoriously and in verse 18 it says and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed he will not just be blessed but multiple and more and more generations to come will be blessed beloved that's the power of god's blessing when we will what when god called us to do something he is preparing something for us as a blessing as we obey him now beloved if you look at abraham dako dako gito nga challenge to offer his one and only son but he passed the test of what the test of obedience, the test of, of faithfulness, the test of surrender, and the final test is, okay, now that I am so overwhelmed by the promises, by, the, by this covenant that Abraham received, now what's going to be the heart of Abraham? That's going to be our application as well. If we are in a season right now that we've been really following the Lord, specific, quickly, faithfully, with surrender, and right now, probably you are receiving a lot of blessings. Now, this is the application that God wants us for all of us. Letter N. Letter N stands for not to be drifted away from the main thing. Okay? Not to be drifted away from the main thing. What does it mean? That we need to continue to focus and fix our eyes on Jesus. Okay? Why? As we continue to experience the beauty of God's provision in our life, the beauty of His blessings, we need to keep our attention to the blesser and not to the blessing, to the provider and not for the provisions. That's going to be His final warning for all of us. If you're in a season right now that you've been praying a lot in a certain prayer request and God is really you know, pouring out in your life right now, you might be overwhelmed by how the Lord is really blessing you. God is telling you, don't focus on those blessings. These four things that God has promised to Abraham, this is really massive. This is really something big. But look at again. Ngano ganing yatagan si Abraham ani? Because nakita sa ginoo that, you know, you can let go of the most precious thing. Look at verse 16 again. Why Abraham was blessed by four declarations from God from verses 17 to 18. Because of verse 16. Look at the text. I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and not withheld your son, and then your son, your only son, it means 
Abraham, I know this is the most precious person or right now in your life. I know nga you will do everything over your dead body for this. But because you let go of that most valued person in your life, valued treasure in your life, now I'm gonna give you multiple big time blessing because you don't withheld your one and only precious treasure. Beloved, I hope and pray that you get the point here. As you wait for God's provision, or maybe you are right now receiving God's provision, I hope and pray that you will not be overwhelmed by the blessings. I hope and pray that you will not be overwhelmed by God's answers to your prayers. Continue to have that heart to remain that, Lord, if these blessings, Lord, you want me to let go, I'm going to let go. Lord, if you want that all these things will be gone away in my life, I am ready because my true identity and my true loyalty, my true importance and value in life is not by the blessings but with the blesser. It's not by the provision. Provisions will just come and go. It's temporary. But my identity and my value, my real value is in my provider. It's God. Beloved today, I hope and pray that we are being encouraged not to be drifted away from the main thing. The main thing is the provider. The main thing is the blesser. We need to continue to focus and fix our eyes upon Him. Look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. It says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. It means all those tests, it is Jesus who perfected it. God knows how weak we are. God knows how fearful we are. But if we have Jesus in our heart, we can sing that you know, Sunday school song, With Christ in my vessel, I can smile at the storm. I know today in Philippines, November 1, it was you know, predicted by Pag-asa that we will be facing maybe one of the category 3 to 5 kind of storm. But during this literal storm that we have, if we have Jesus, if we never drift from the presence of the blesser, if we will never drift from the presence of the provider with Christ in my vessel, I can smile at the storm. Amen? We can smile because we are at peace. Because we will never be shaken because God is with us. Beloved, do not be drifted away. Do not be overwhelmed by the blessing. Money, answered prayer, with all that you have right now, God's favor and everything, don't focus in those things. Focus in God alone. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down, at the right hand of the throne of God. Beloved, let your joy be focused in Him alone, in the presence of our mighty Savior, Jesus Christ. That is why today, as we end, I want you to focus in this, how to trust God to provide my needs. I want you to start renewing your mind and committing your life to God. Lean on God. Learn to quickly obey what God is telling me to do endure in walking by faith, acknowledge God's power to intervene and not to be drifted away from the main thing. Our focus must continue be to fix our eyes upon the blesser, to fix our eyes upon the giver or the provider. Beloved, it's my joy that you will commit with me 
I hope that as we culminate this message that we have, this series that we have, Trusting God, I hope that we are being enriched and equipped how to really trust God, especially in times of crisis, especially if there are overwhelming needs that we need in our life right now. And beloved, remember this. One of the greatest provision that God has given us is not actually money. It's not about healing from sickness. One of the greatest free provision that He has given us is Jesus Christ Himself, who is the key to unlock all the provision that you need daily. You need the bread of life. You need the living water. You need the source of your thirst and hunger. And it can only be found in Jesus Christ. Whatever needs you have right now, God is also telling you, if you don't have that relationship with Jesus, God is telling you right now, have my son, believe in my son, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior because he will be your satisfaction, he will be your fulfillment, he will be the, twa- he will be the one that will satisfy the thirst and the hunger of your soul. He will be the one that will provide your needs according to his riches in glory. That's why today, beloved, before I'm gonna, I want to pray for you all, but before that, I just want to encourage you. I want to invite you. If you're watching this right now and you are not sure about your relationship with God, you might be searching, you know. You might be searching. You want to grow. But you're not certain about your relationship with God. It says in John 3.16, beloved, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will never perish but will have everlasting life. In that everlasting life, beloved, there is joy. There is peace. There is provision, there is satisfaction, there is fulfillment, there is purpose. If you miss and lack all those things right now, and you might be in a rock-bottom situation, or you might be searching for a purpose, for a reason to live at this very moment, beloved, God is telling you right now, come, I want you to be my child, but you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, before I want to speak blessing and end this culminating message that we have in our Trust God series, I want to invite you. If you are a believer now, but there are times that you become shaky in leaning on God, in trusting God to provide your needs, maybe this is now the right time where we can just recommit our lives to Him. Amen? Or maybe right now, you are really that person who is searching for a purpose, searching for a reason to live, searching for that relationship that will give you satisfaction and fulfillment in life. You are searching for God's provision, miraculous provision in your life right now. I want to invite you. It says in John 1.12, whoever believes, whoever receives the Son will become a child of God. And beloved, I want to show you, I want to help you in doing that. We will do it in a prayer, in a three simple steps. Number one, in this prayer, we will be acknowledging that we are really sinners. We are not perfect. We need to ask forgiveness from all our sin. Number two, we need to believe that Jesus Christ came to this earth, died, and you know, nailed on, hung on that cross. He died, and on the third day, He rose again. Remember this, beloved, that third day, that when Jesus rose again, you might be asking, why three days? Why not one day? Not, why not two days? Why not? Why is it that it's three days? And then he resurrected. Because before in the Jewish uh, culture, they have that belief that if a person die for three days, actually that's the time that their soul really rested. That's in their culture before. Okay. Now, that's why, what does it mean for us now? It means that Jesus really died literally. 
but he has the power to resurrect. That's the difference of any other gods in the world that happened. That our God died, Jesus Christ died for you and me to pay the penalty of sin and to resurrect again to claim the victory over death. My prayer for you, beloved, is this. Accept Jesus Christ today in your heart. And I want to help you to do that. Pray this prayer with me. So fix your eyes upon Jesus. Put this moment right now between you and the Lord. I want you to touch your heart. I want you to feel your heartbeat because I want you to offer your heartbeat, your life to Jesus today. And if you already accepted Jesus Christ, and I want, you to, I want also to encourage you to pray this as a recommitment prayer. Pray this, feel your heart and say, God, many, many times I fail you, but now I want to recommit my life to you. I want you to become my master, my Lord. I want to have that fear, that real fear, that divine fear, so that I can experience your provision. Beloved today, let's come before the Lord. Let's offer everything to God. Let's bow down our head. And let's pray this prayer. Repeat after me. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for your message. And now, I acknowledge that I am really, really a big, big sinner. I want to ask forgiveness for all my sins. And Abba Father, starting today, I want to recommit my life to you. I want to believe. I want to declare with my mouth that Jesus came to this earth, lived with human beings. He was nailed on the cross. He died on that cross. He was buried. And on the third day, He rose again. Father, today, I believe in Jesus Christ. And now, I want to confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Savior. That starting today, I will be His disciples. I will be His disciple that will follow, that will serve, that will reach more people for Jesus. Help me, O God, to experience the beauty of the salvation that you have given me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. And Holy Spirit, fill my heart. Fill my heart with your presence. Control me. Empower me as I continue to follow Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. All glory and honor belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, if you accepted Jesus Christ today, I want to say praise God. To God be the glory. Congratulations. And I would like to first welcome you into God's family. Now that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, welcome to God's family. Beloved, if this is your first time to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to affirm to you that starting today, you have relationship with God. You can pray to God. You can tell everything to God now because of Jesus in your heart. Number two, you are assured that when you die, if God will take away our life here on earth, you will be sure that your destination will be in heaven with our heavenly Father, with Jesus. And number three, as you face battles, as you face overwhelming needs in this life, 
know and believe that God will take good care of you. Because with God, nothing is impossible. Amen? And now, if this is your first time to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, remember the date. And please, comment below. I want you to comment, I accepted Jesus today. Can you do that? Please comment below. If this is your first time to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I want you to comment below so that we can connect with you. We want to help you grow as a disciple of Jesus. And we have some digital tracks for you. That, so that you can read and so that you, it can give you know joy in your heart and affirmation even more as you continue your walk with Him. Please let us know, beloved, by just commenting below, I am saved. Or maybe you can also comment below, I accepted Jesus today. Okay? Please let us know so that our um, ushers online can cater you and can minister to you right now. And by the way, if you have some prayer requests, if you need prayer right at this very moment because there are many overwhelming situations please comment below because our ushers are waiting to really minister to you just give them your they will contact you in pm and then they will contact you and they want to call you they want to talk with you please do it okay don't hesitate we are here because we are a family and beloved to all our brothers and sisters who are growing in the lord know that god is with you that's going to be my encouragement for you. That's going to be my joy, seeing you live victoriously daily. And I hope that starting today, as we discover these five major foundations in trusting God with all our heart, my prayer is you will continue to be empowered by God's divine love, grace, and anointing. Beloved, for all our small groups, for all our D groups, or maybe in your own family, I want you now to ponder upon this questions. There are questions to ponder upon this message. Now, if you are the father watching together with your family or the mother, maybe over lunch, please discuss the lesson. Discuss what you learn together with your family. It's so good that discipleship will start in the family. Now, I want you to discuss or maybe you have a D group during this week, online or conventional, face-to-face. -face. Now, I want you to um, consider to discuss the questions what we learned from our message today okay number one is this what are the overwhelming needs that you are facing right now she just shared in your group share to your family or share to your group of friends and then secondly what steps you will take to be confident as you wait for god's provision as you learn from god's message today it is our joy that you can also apply and reflect meditate and apply it in your daily life now if you are watching and you have some answers now, right away, okay? If you have some answers right away in these questions, I would like to encourage you to comment below, okay? Comment below. Why? Because next Sunday, during our five-minute countdown, we will be um, sharing, we will be um, reading your comments, your reflection upon the message, or maybe kanina, daghan mo mga realization, continue to do it. Because we will be reading it live in our countdown. And of course, it's it going to bless other people who are watching with us. So if you have answers of these two questions that we have, please comment down below. Okay? So beloved, let's now close this with a word of prayer. Let's bow down our head and pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for your divine uh, strength that you have given us. The divine wisdom. Abba Father, thank you so much for all the learnings that we learned today. Blessed be your name. Lord, as we continue to 
just come before you as we just continue to just draw near to you. Lord, help us to conquer all our fears, all our anxiousness, all our worries, oh God, in life. Especially if we are facing right now an overwhelming need in our family. Maybe it's finances, maybe it's peace in our heart, maybe it's healing, maybe uh, a relief from our pain, or maybe um, healing from our sickness, or maybe financial crisis, oh God, or maybe we don't have a job right now. We need a job to feed our, our family, oh God. Lord, we need guidance and strength in our business. We need guidance and strength in our workplace. We need guidance and strength in our um, in studies as students, oh God. Lord, have your way. We acknowledge that in the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Lord, teach us, Lord God, to really just obey you. Teach us to surrender. Teach us to be faithful. Teach us to be ready to receive your blessings. And Abba Father, it is our prayer that starting today, your name will be lifted high. Your name will be glorified on high. Your name will be exalted on high. Thank you, Abba Father, for how good you are. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. We bring back all the glory, Lord, and praises and honor. Thank you for this journey of five Sundays of just thinking about how to trust you. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for deepening our faith in you. We honor you. We bless your name. This all we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, thank you so much for journeying with us. Thank you so much for walking through with us in this Trust God series. And of course, I would like to um, encourage you, if you want to, if you miss one of our Sunday messages, please don't forget to visit our Facebook page. Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel and our Spotify because all of our messages are there. And you can also check the link above in our description because the link in our playlist for Trust God series is already there. Beloved, I hope and pray that starting today, as God has empowered you and blessed you with all the foundation, it's time to roll up our sleeves and apply what God has taught us. Beloved, I hope and pray that through this season, you will continue to be blessed. So continue to continue to be safe, continue to cling upon the Lord, especially this time of pandemic, and know that God is greater than any other things that we are facing. Have a blessed day and have a blessed week. Stay safe and stay strong. Please pause for a moment for a very short announcement, and after that, we will worship the Lord together with our closing pray, our closing worship song. Have a beautiful day. God bless us all.